you go into your shower feeling tired. But as soon as you reach for the Irish Spring, your day immediately gets better. That crisp, fresh, unmistakable Irish Spring scent zings your brain and awakens your senses. So when you finally emerge from the shower 37 minutes later, because you pay the water bill so you can stay in there as long as you want, you're ready to take on the day and smell great doing it. Irish Spring Body Wash and Bar Soap. Fresh, green, Irish. Shop now at a store near you. When you buy Kroger brand products, you feel like you're winning. That's because they offer proven quality at lower than low prices. In fact, we guarantee that you and your family will love how Kroger brand products taste. Or you get your money back. So next time you're shopping for the family, look for delicious Kroger brand products. Because they'll make you all feel like you're winning. Shop now, in-store, or online. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Whether you're a savvy spender maximizing your savings with cashback rewards, a thrifty rate watcher seeking the lowest interest, or a travel enthusiast looking for extraordinary perks, Kemba Financial Credit Union has a visa to complement your lifestyle and unique needs. Apply today at Kemba.org to unlock a limited-time 2% cashback on purchases and pay 0% interest on balance transfers for an entire year with a new visa from Kemba. You deserve a card that works for you. Restrictions apply. Offer ends June 30th, 2024. Going to the hurry-up offense. Russell awaits a snap. He gets it from Britt. He's going to throw it to the end zone. Got a man! It is caught! For a touchdown, Seahawks! Gets the snap, blitz, over the middle, here comes Antonio Brown, loose again, 25, 15, 10, bye-bye, A.B. Antonio Brown, 62 yards, his second of the game, and the crowd is enjoying every minute of it. Snap to A-Rod, looking downfield, scrambles right. Now, winds up, rainbows, into the end zone, and it is caught, goes to the end zone, Randall Cobb, (laughs) touchdown, Green Bay! I've been saying it all week, you know, if Mike McCarthy and Aaron Rodgers are so smart, why don't they run the Hail Mary touchdown play every play? They would win every game by like 200 points or so. Hey, hi and hello and welcome to the Dave Damashek football program presented by McDonald's. McCafe, wake up and win the day, Ike Taylor and Cynthia Freeland. $1 (laughs) coffees, $2 mochas and lattes, so on and so forth. Can we get McDonald's to get a a coffee? coffee? I don't disagree disagree with you, Ike. I would like great coffee. I've been eating a lot of those egg McMuffins lately because we've been moving. I can tell. uh, Look, I got to fill my belly up and it makes me feel just right. All right, let's get to it. We're in between the wild card round. You just heard some highlights there. We're in front of the divisional round. Let's jump into fittingly. The Andy Reid style hurry up two minute drill here. Of course, it got its name from his performance in the uh, divisional round a year ago. This this time around, they'll be hosting the Pittsburgh Steelers. Speaking of whom, did Mike Tomlin leave? Bi- oh, by the way, Kevin Harlan coming up in just a little bit. We're gonna break down uh, the quarterbacks. We're gonna rank them one through eight. The uh, the quarterbacks in the dance right now. But uh, speaking of quarterbacks. Did uh, Big Ben stay in that game a little bit too long? Shouldn't Mike Tomlin have yanked him out of there with the game in hand? Ike, you were there. You uh, kibitzed with Tomlin in front of and after the game. How say you? Coasty doesn't live in fear. So we always, All right with no, the no, platitudes. We always, right well, out of the gate, live in fear. We always go with these scenarios, and you left him in there too long, and 
Nah, man, because things can happen at practice. Mm-hmm. He could have twisted his ankle at practice. Sure. But somebody could have got hurt at practice. So we're not going to talk about practice because we're going to be like, hey, they're trying to prepare for the game. Mm-hmm. Okay, if he gets hurt, things happen. That's a part of football. Nah, you don't leave the man in there. So I just feel like it wasn't a problem for me. Like, if Big Ben wanted to come out, Big Ben would have said, hey, Coach T, I'm done. Well, that would be weird. No, no, it wouldn't. No, it wouldn't. He's big, not big, big, here's big here's has why. Here's, here's my pushback on that. He he's has not, established himself. I like that you called it to weird. have that. <laughs> that would be weird. So he was like, "Hey, coach, can you see? You see the scope? You see the time, right? I can get out." Well, but then that makes him seem arrogant. No, it doesn't. Puts him above the team to say, "Like, what? Hey, we can't win if I'm not right. So you better take care of me, coach." I don't know. I, I, it's not on the QB. It's on the head coach to make that move or the OC. Either way. But the thing is, he's not Tom Brady or Peyton Manning, which is to say, those guys are guys who don't extend plays. They're not running around, and they're not taking late shots or anything like that. They understand the turtle up when the moment uh, presents itself. That's not Roethlisberger's thing. you got to take care of him. He can't help himself. He's going to keep trying to make plays like he did. And you're going to live and die with that. What you got to understand is Big Ben won his reps with a core of young receivers, Ayers, um, Eli Rogers. Yeah, like it uh, all. You still had a tight end who's still trying to go through his concussion protocol. Like, the man want his reps with young guys. Now, if it was a Heinz Ward, Plexico, Antonio Holmes, it'd be like, all right, hey, all y'all need to come out. We're good. I see what y'all can do. But you still have a young group at the receiver position, man. The man on his real live reps. We ain't talking about practice reps. I hear you. Real live game reps because it's going to be a few times the situation of football come. He's going to rely on these young guys. So he wants to get, get his reps during the game. So why not leave me in? You sounded a lot like the answer, giving your answer there when you were talking about practice and everything else. Freeland, how say you? I, I guess I don't see it as a problem. I mean, for two reasons. The first is Miami's offense didn't – they weren't doing anything to, to be, like, within striking distance. So there was no worry that you put in Landry Jones and things get out of whack and, you know, then you have to put Ben back in. There was no worry of anything like that happened. Second, they were all playing a little bit less hard. You know, they, like they, that O-line was doing a great job of protecting him, but they weren't they weren't knocking each other's blocks off at the end of the game. So it wasn't – They and I know Miami is a very ferocious defense, and I have a lot of respect for their defense. But they at the end of the game, when you watch it, when you're seeing it on film, it's not – they're not going – they weren't like 100% they percent either. Yeah. They weren't 100%. They were down by a lot. They weren't 100%. And, they, and their offense couldn't do – so their defense was tired. They were on the field a bunch. And they were – it was not like full speed, you know – First quarter, Ndamukong Sue, I'm going to come kick you thing. It's not that. It was, you know, we're, we were winning by a healthy margin. We were back up running back in. Like, let's just. Well, nice. it does appear that Roethlisberger will get through this one. He has a boot <laughs> on his foot, and I don't want to. I mean, we go a whole week of boat. I don't want to be talking boot all week here, but let's now go from boot to boat. Is Mount Pius, here's my hypothesis here. I'll start with you on this one, Cynthia. My hypothesis is that the actual boat trip had nothing to do with anything. Agree. It didn't hurt anything. Agree. However, the residents of Mount Pius had a reason to get up there and look down at some human beings who took a trip to celebrate the playoffs, the uh, Giants wide receivers. As a result, then they had to answer questions about it all week long. Everyone in that <laughs> Giants locker room like, oh, is this going to affect your game? Right. Oh, enough with these questions. You're distracting us. So the distraction was not the trip. It was all the questions about the trip that distracted the Giants. And as soon as, again, you know, we're human beings and football players are too, 
Odell Beckham drops that pass, maybe drops that second one. I'm sure it uh, started rattling around in his brain. Uh-oh, now I'm going to have to answer more questions about that stupid boat trip. Ergo, Mount Pius is what dropped the Giants, not the boat trip. How say you, Freeland? I think maybe the temperature of the ball was probably more to do with it than than the trip or anything probably. like that. Like, you know, I, it's, it's a cold ball. You start dropping it, and I'm sure that I, – I think there's no – I don't think – anything to do with the boat and I don't I I would imagine Odell is not someone listening to I mean he's probably listening this week obviously <laughs> but he's not listening to all of the banter you know about, I disagree with that I, I guarantee he you he hears that I'm sure he hears some and he's sick of the questions but right. I, I would imagine look we like everyone has drops everyone has you don't expect them from him right you don't expect him from him in that situation, but and then once they start happening, they do. It tends to happen more. But I would imagine if you, I would think maybe the temperature of the ball is probably more. He's, to do with I'll tell you, else. he's got a lot in common with Goldilocks beyond just the uh, the uh, curly blonde hair atop his head. He, <laughs> I mean, he's he's like Goldilocks in that. Well, he doesn't care enough. Look at the boat trip. Then he punches a hole in the wall. See, he cares too much. What is, what, what, when's anybody ever going to be happy with poor Odell Beckham already, Ike? Man, let's get off this, man. I agree. I, mean, I want to. I mean, but people want to get up on Mount Pius and make trouble it, about it. I said it yesterday, man. They picked the wrong game to have the worst game yeah. as a group. O- OBJ, we're we going to start off with OBJ. Had a bad game. You know, mm-hmm. probably had the most drops out of his career in one game. And Shepard was dropping a few. And Cruz was dropping a few. Had nothing to do with the boat trip. It's just – that particular time, you picked the wrong time to have a bag. But game. you get my point. That then, then it add, no. then, then it starts rattling around like, oh, all the guys who went on that boat trip are dropping it. Those guys are human <laughs> well, beings. They must know. Like, oh, we're going to gonna hear about this now. Now <laughs> we're going to have to hear about that, and that infects their performance on some what level. What you got to no? start doing is just start being more low key. Mm. And I get it. You have a ton of followers a ton of followers look at that you're, hole in the wall you're you're a rock star i did it after the denver game did you really so i i get that after t i love it yeah, after that i T-Bow, love it after that t-bow i had to be matter of fact they paid for it the Rooney's helped me out it was like you know what we feel your pain because it's, it's a lot of pain so after that t-bow trip i did way more damage i think i tore a locker <laughs> up just <laughs> a whole locker this is an amazing up. story and my guys let me vent they say, hey, hey, the man. Papa hey, Rooney stepped hey, up and said, I got, the, I got this hey, bill for you, Ike. I, it was a that miscellaneous. Sounds like? I saw a miscellaneous. So they told me what happened. They told me the damage. I said, Dane, what do I need to pay? They said, we got it. Really? That's nice. Classic. We got it. We got it. So this isn't anything considering what I did when I felt like I got torched in that T-Bow game. I went bananas, man. Tore a whole locker up. I don't know who locker it was. I tore a whole locker up. A whole locker <laughs> Ripped everything out of it, punched holes and did everything. It wasn't the so, safety who didn't who it wasn't uh, back there with you to clean up the mess. No, you know I don't like pointing fingers. No, I know. You know, but that would be a good lock. I, I was on, I was on DT, so I should have made that tackle. Point blank, period. That's just how it went. He punched you. No, he gave you me punched stiff the form. wall. Yeah, no, he gave me the stiff one. That wasn't. He cool. mushed me. Mushed. <laughs> <laughs> he mushed me in my face. So yeah, that this 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 is itty bitty teeny baby. That's mm-hmm. a little baby right there. That's a little baby right there, All right, see, considering I like what that. I did. So, that ain't nothing right there. Next up, I know what Ike Taylor's answer is going to be, and I really don't believe this is based on bias. I really believe that uh, that you have some deeper understanding of why three? this is true. 
Well, there are some good candidates here. <laughs> Bill Belichick, let's Got assume, it. is the best head coach right. in the dance right now. All right, now. we'll agree with that. Pro football Got it. period right now. Right. Who's the second best coach remaining in the postseason here? Coach Pete. Pete Carroll. Oh, I thought you would say Coach Tomlin. I'm sorry. Coach Coach Pete Carroll. Really? I, I love Coach T. Actually, I think Coach T probably needs to be. Coach T, yeah. Coach T, second best coach. Tied. You can give him a shot. Well, here's the thing with Pete Carroll. I think, and I've talked no. to I've talked to guys with the Seahawks, and they say the guy who really holds that locker room together is Tom Cable. He's the yeah. most underappreciated coach but it, in pro football. He's, he's, coach Carroll still sets sure, I get the temperature. It, yeah. Like, you're still playing music in practice. You're letting the guys be the guys, meaning themselves. You let Richard Sherman be himself. You let Cam Earl and them guys be himself. You let Bennett who's a whole nother monster <laughs> when you want to talk about personalities. You let him be himself. Russell Wilson is so laid back, so you really ain't got to worry about mm-hmm. Russell Wilson. But when you did have Beast Mode, you ain't know what you was going to get out of Beast Mode. Imagine, imagine that's, legitimately. That's, that's it's I'm a saying. little like Joe Torrey with the Yankees managing that's, the that's personalities. What I'm saying. And I you celebrate got, you got, that. You got, you got Wagner. Yeah. And if you know anything about Wagner – Wagner got a few screws loose. Like, he, he's a cool dude, but he got a few. I know. He likes talking about the Mutant Ninja Turtles. All and, the and then you have your tight end. What's the tight end we get? Graham. Jimmy Graham. He has his own personality. It's true. Right. Uh, Dougie got his own personality. You're so right. Yeah, it really so is you, something. This guy has to manage personalities, which is hard. Mm-hmm. But he sets the stage for everybody. So And everybody respect Coach Pete Carroll. That's what I like about it. All them different personalities. I like it, too. Aside from his conspiracy theories, I think, yes, I think there's something to be celebrated that he celebrates individuals and lets people be personalities. That's, you see, you, you that's see what how, we want. You see how crazy football. they go on the sideline. You saw yeah. that game against Atlanta. I agree. When they didn't have a good game, and Pete wasn't even over there. He just let the players manage that. Like, the players going to police themselves. Hey, coaches, y'all fall back. The players got this. When Richard Sherman was catching his temper tantrum, t- temper tantrum with uh, Cam Chancellor, and they going crazy, and you saw that defense just all rally around Richard Sherman. Like Coach Pete, Coach Pete could have went over there and said something. Mm-hmm. Hey, coaches, fall back, let the players handle the players. Like it takes a certain coach who can manage all them personalities, and I like him as being the second best tower Coach T because he manages a lot of different pers- strong. Mm-hmm. Personalities and he, I, yeah, I, 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 yes, I hail that. Yes, uh, Cynthia Freeland. I suspect you're going to have a different thought process. She's looking like it. she is. I do, but <laughs> okay. only because here's here's kind of where I'm coming from. What about a coach who hasn't been a head coach for very long and has managed to create the most offense on the entire season? So Dan Quinn, he's only been there. I'm not saying I'm, he's not. He's not to coach T, and he's not their level. These guys have more experience, and they've they've been there, they've seen you. But if you if you're looking at kind of huh, the one to one to watch this year, maybe in this situation for this, you know, if you're can you say the huh again? Can you say huh? Huh? Yeah. So uh, to me, I mean, you have you've created the most offense, and your defense has improved steadily. There are some holes; they have some questions still, but. This is a that's a pretty good coaching job. I mean, to from last year to this year, the improvements we've seen on with Matt Ryan, with all of their different options, their ability to run the ball, like th- this is a this is a pretty that's I don't know just a just no I love an outside it. argument just for someone different. I love it. All right, you know what? Let's get into it in full. Start the show. Are we just starting the show? Well, we started the show, but now we're starting starting the show. So that was the pregame. We just get to dance now. Kinda. That's like our first quarter. That's like our first possession. Nothing's. We're not going to win just, or lose the game. No, yeah, I need. I need. That. Yes, you yes know, it is. Yes, it is. Well, you can. Like if tone you were setting. the Dolphins, yeah, right? We, you we could need to the set game. the tone. 
Um, all right. Uh, welcome to the DDFP presented by McDonald's. Uh, McCafe, like I said, st- uh, start the day. Win the day. Wait, I want to make sure I say it right. Wake up and win the day. No, first you have to wake this. up and then, then you can you, win the day. That's the order. Yep, that's, that's the order. order. <laughs> Let's get to it. Cynthia Freeland, her uh, intro song is on the way. Let's hear <gasps> Ike Taylor. Good. Guess what? Is Cynthia got it's a song it. on the way? Oh, yeah, it's yeah. on the way. In the meantime, though, here's number two, four from the Pittsburgh Steelers with a with another got, remix. No, I ain't got that. What? Another one. another remix. He's on three. See? I'm on one. Let's hear. Oh, what? Oh, Whoa! Trippy. Trippy. What you know about Trippy? That's right. Number 24 has got opinions for days. I need my son to I Taylor. Whoa! That was my favorite one yet, Ike. How say you? I can dig that. You like that one? Miss Cynthia said trippy. Trippy, In the yeah. beginning, it was a little yeah. trippy. It was That's, exotic, yeah. wasn't it? Yeah. I thought we had traveled to, to, to you know. Star Wars. Back in time. <laughs> I don't know where. We went yeah. to Star Wars. We went out of space. Yeah. You know, my nickname is Wi-Fi. I didn't know that. Yeah, Why so? Because I'd be everywhere. Is that a dad joke? Cynthia Freeland. That's a little bit. Cynthia Freeland. uh, Cynthia Freeland, by the way, you can check her out on Game Day Morning and beyond. Make sure you do that. Football Baby is a prominent football figure. He is, in fact, everywhere. No question. He made uh, the rounds for the the playoffs and beyond. He went to – where all did he go to? People in Austria who were watching the playoffs sent along. He was at a cricket game in Australia. Matt. He went to the cricket game? He's so cultured. He was in Iceland <gasps> watching football. You've been to he, Iceland? He was up in Seattle with a few uh, members with of the, the Czech Republic. Yeah, he was up there with the 12s, as you can see. Let's get him to Arrowhead. I want him to invade enemy territory this weekend. Man, football, baby, is be well. He really is, although is he did not he have his uh, best uh, outing in the uh, wild card round, although there was some controversy there. I encourage you to go look that up and uh, render a, a decision for yourself. So, yeah, he's out there. His uh, his passport oh, is getting tatted, all filled tatted, up. He's been up. all over. Let's jump in now. I, w- we could t- I want to talk about, because I got a lot of heat on Twitter on uh, on Sunday, because I said, well, Bud Dupree's hit. Uh, uh, let's do this very quickly, and then we'll uh, rank these quarterbacks before Kevin Harlan jumps in here with us. Um, I feel like the Bud Dupree hit on Matt Moore was a fa- was a penalty, and Why? they flagged it. Oh. Because he made helmet down. That's Come on, the rule. Man, stop all that, man. I'm Come just on. telling you that what the rule is nah, by yeah, the letter yeah. of the law. It's, it's yes. football. He went helmet to helmet with him. It's, it's a 15-yard penalty. What else that was supposed to happen? No, that was a dirty hit. That wasn't huh. a dirty it hit. Wasn't it wasn't even a 15-yard penalty. It's a full speed. Look, look at this. Hit. Look at this. Hit. Look okay, at this we're hit. looking at it. At oh, he out of pocket. Oh, so he live. You going to get out of bounds? No, you should have went out of bounds. I mean, the the point is, look how fast that happens. This is a. This is somebody running at full speed. At chasing I'm mad at Miami for rolling. letting that man come back in the game. That's why I'm mad. All Look right, that's hit. fair. Ha! I mean, what, 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 I, I'm not clear, <laughs> on, noises. I'm not clear on what people but look at it, want look at to it. have happened. Look at it. Is, are you supposed to Love remove it. Bud Dupree from the game? Are you supposed to execute him at midfield? For it's this? football. I mean, it's yeah, a I contact I sport. Know. All right, it's a penalty. Fine. It got flagged, and that's it. Let's move on now. I'm mad the Miami Dolphins let that man come back in the game. That was a little weird, too. Man, you don't let him come back in the Playoffs. game. Playoffs. Uh, 
I get. You pass I, the protocol, then you uh, come back in. Uh, Anyhow, I don't. I mean, I don't, I don't know, know what I'm the just, point I'm, is, I'm except guessing. that I got a lot of heat on Twitter from it. Like, how dare you? Apparently, you like head injury. Like, yeah, that's my thing. Right. I, 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 I'm re- I mean, come on. I'm not trying to be. I'm not trying to be a tough guy and saying like, "Wait, hey, it's football." But I mean, at some point, it's football. What's he gonna do? His hand. You. The idea. That in a vacuum that uh, – So why are they calling the person a foul then? That Bud Dupree is running full speed at a guy who is drifting, and as he throws the ball, Bud Dupree should be uh, be able to identify some square inch on Matt Moore on Matt Moore's body that's a so safe place to hit him. Like, foul, how, how would he know? Yeah, that's a good question. Check. why are they calling the person a foul? Because he went head-to-head with him. He hit head him under head. the chin. Well, he hit him under the chin. H- hit him under the chin? Oh my why gosh. is it also – the other thing that stands out why to me about it, it is <laughs> – there are penalties, but I like it that in uh, in the sport of football, sometimes it crosses a line from it being a professional penalty into being personal. <laughs> now, okay, so the opposite. So personal and professional fouls. No, it, this it, crossed the line. You got personal with this hit. I love so that. It should be a professional penalty. Yeah, right. Instead right. Of a well, personal penalty. Is that right? So Bud Dupree has some. I mean, what it's what what it implies, of course, is that uh, Bud it's Dupree a, and Matt like Moore Matt have Moore. some business that is not that not related to football. It got personal out there, and we're gonna acknowledge that but with what, this flag. So the football is the fix. Some people it could be. Yeah, it's always personal. If you got a different color jersey on <laughs> than it's I personal. do, baby, it's personal. It's a personal file. It's personal. <laughs> it's personal. Ain't nothing Shouldn't professional we about that? it. We should, like, yeah, you should get so when things should, happen off it? the field. Like, that should be, you so know. So what should you call it? What would you call it? Individual follow, foul? Extra mean penalty. I don't know. That's what I'm about personal. Can we, can, we, can we go to the next It's topic? an indictment of, 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 of as a human being. You know what? We're all out here. We're all professionals. But you know what? This is an indictment of you as a person. Personal foul. Personal foul, baby. <laughs> personal <laughs> foul. All right, let's get personal about these QBs. We have eight remaining. And by the way, I love – I like upsets. I think sports are fun when the team that you don't expect to do anything plays Cinderella and makes a long run. I like when guys come out of nowhere and they rise up in the biggest moment. But what I always say is I what I like best in sports is when a guy has all the pressure on him to perform, and he rises up and does it. It's why say what you want about Tom Brady. Tom Brady against the best uh, against the era's best defense, Seattle in Super Bowl Forty Nine, down double digits in the fourth quarter. What did he do? He hung two touchdowns on him and won the game. That's money. That's being nailed. So who, I, who, who I admire you, that. Who would you start your franchise off with, Aaron Rodgers or Tom Brady? Uh, Start your franchise. Aaron Rodgers. Aaron Rodgers is the who, best who, I've ever seen. Who's the best quarterback left in the playoffs? Well, let's get into that right now, shall we? There we have – and so we have – I like – okay, so there weren't any upsets in the wild card mm-hmm. round, but what it leaves us with is a truly elite eight, and I hate to use elite as – about it, seven? Uh, as elite a, seven. Well, what? Oh, yeah, well, okay. But at least they won their division, did the Texans. <laughs> so let's dig in now. Let's rank them. I think we can slot B.O. in there at number eight. Yes. Let's uh, let's work our way from there. He's the eighth best quarterback at number Who? seven. Brock, Brock Osweiler. Osweiler. Okay. 
I think it would be very funny if uh, if, if Bo went up to to Foxborough and knocked them off. Funny, I'm I would glad laugh. That's so funny. Give him the that's what that's what I would do. I was I would laugh. So that's because that you free. know what? That's because you want some outside chance of the Steelers facing the Texans. And so I don't like that. But if the Steelers <laughs> lost, what what if what if the Texans beat the uh, beat the Patriots? I'm like, oh, we could have a a title game in Pittsburgh. But then the Chiefs won the game instead. That would make me. Uh, so give sad. me one Tom Brady. Okay, number one. Do you agree with that? I do. All right, I'll I'll put to to placate my it's, two guests. Give me give me two big Ben. It's either Rogers. Oh, uh, no, three. No. Okay. What You're you gonna mean? put Rogers at. Well, why we keep sleeping on seven? I'm not sleeping. Wait, I'm, okay, so like, have, well, who advocates have Ike go through more? his, and then we'll we'll we'll. Okay, go. that's fine. Like, I think that's so. Ike goes Brady one. Then Ben. Then you go Ben two. Then you three. Whoa, who makes a three like that? Go Rodgers. Just so everyone here listening knows, Sheck makes a three from the bottom up. I'm left-handed. Doesn't that affect it? <laughs> no. Who does that? All right. So who like else? We got. Who does that? I don't understand why you would <laughs> do that. I don't know. You they go, look pretty much the same. Oh, wow. Sheck makes a three from the bottom up. His name is Aki. That's his new nickname, Aki. <laughs> so from Aki. So who we got left? Uh, you got uh, the the favorite at this point to be the MVP, Matty Ice. So you put Matty Russell, Ice out. Yeah, Matt Ryan and Dak Prescott. You don't want Matt Ryan, or you don't want you got Russell, Russell Wilson? Wilson. No, put Matty Ice at four. Oh, all right. Russell Wilson at five. Oh my, that seems disrespectful on, on some level. Oh, well, I'm, just, I'm just throwing it. I I suspect so it's twelve. Dak and, will Dak let and you Alex Smith disagree. left. You have Dak Prescott and oh, Alex yeah. Smith left. Dak then Alex Smith. Really? Okay. Oh, we already, Brock, we already put Brock put as him eight. At number eight. We kind of slotted him MVP. in. We're over with. Yes. We're, we're, Freeland, your response. So it goes B.O., then Alex. So then tell them, tell, tell the viewers we're going from eight up. Eight yeah, down. Yeah, yeah. Right. Well, they and just the up. same way you make a three from the bottom up, this is how we're doing it. Yeah, we're going Like it's more up. dramatic same. to count it, you know, down instead of like Whatever you want to do. Okay. B.O., eight. We all agree. Alex Smith, seven. Or would you have Dak seven? Okay. So I guess we need to – identify our criteria right because like are you no saying- i i just i just like shooting from the hip and talking <laughs> nonsense so d- define criteria where do you think you are freeland <laughs> it's cool you know she'd like to get so detailed in the stuff well, listen, man. i i feel like if you have criteria then you're then you can have She's a lot dealing with response. dave the d- dealing with dave the jackass i'm the only way I'm like, oh, we mean we need to determine the criteria like i, I don't know I'm just, just talking nonsense okay fine so no, no, no. Just go ahead nonsense no only. I, I i think the criteria at legitimately the thing about Dak that I keep saying, and our pal Maurice Jones-Drew laughs in my face, and I keep telling him, listen, Maurice, there's 50 years worth of Super Bowl evidence. That's been 100 football uh, f- hundred football teams have gone into that game and played it. Not once has a rookie QB ever taken his team to a Super Bowl. Now, I know that rookie QBs didn't play as much in the first, say, 40 years, but still, that's a legit number there. Did we don't rookie, know how Dak's going to deal with the did pressure. Did rookie QB have the same O-line as the Cowboys? Bruce, like, as good I of mean, an o- you know what I'm, I'm saying? It's, it's no pressure, man. It's no pressure. Just like, so who was the quarterback? Is it Hurst for Alabama? Yeah, 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 Jalen Hurst. And, and yeah. the quarterback. And he was like, the, what? The red shirt freshman from USC. Mm-hmm. Man, them guys is built different, man. Some guys uh, are. No, just like what word I want to use. No anxiety. No, There's no anxiety. Whatsoever, There's man. No, like, I it's, it's, it's I get ice. I get that ice. ice in the veins, and you could see that on Jalen Hurts. That's you absolutely right. You can see it. You can really feel it. But you know what? 
people always talk about. We can't have it both ways. You always hear about, oh, there's no more pressure on any single person in sports than being the quarterback of the Dallas Cowboys. Here's a little more pressure for you. And I know this sounds all good, but it does it does uh, inject a little bit more pressure is supposed to. The Cowboys are supposed to win this game. They're the number one seed. I like it, Shaq. The feel-good story. I just like the way you said supposed. Yeah, the, 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 the number one seed. <laughs> oh, the hey, guess what? You know who? You know who got the, the curse of supposed to on his head a decade ago? Tony Romo, thirteen and three. The Cowboys. Oh yeah, they they're supposed to win this game against uh, the division rival, but division rival Giants. Dak Eli Prescott went in wasn't there supposed to be there. Dak Prescott wasn't supposed to be good. But that's Dak why Prescott wasn't that's supposed to be a, a starting quarterback right. in the National Football That's League. exactly so right. So maybe his so, supposed to counteract right. the other Yeah, on some level had a devil-may-care kind of attitude. Hey, this I hey, well, uh, you know, I'm not supposed to even be in here. Now he's supposed to win. The feel-good story of 2016 is officially over. I guess. Now – you you're supposed to go win this game, Dak. Now go do it against a good team coming yeah, I, in there. I guess I guess we forgot why he played at Mississippi State and the teams they played. Le- le- legit teams. All right, but like <laughs> but the difference is they, they they didn't win that many of those games. He's this always is, been that guy, is what I'm saying. Oh, but the, but but you know what? That but, but actually supports my point. He was on Mississippi State playing Bama. Now he's on the Dallas Cowboys at home. Everybody, oh yeah, though. Well, though the Cowboys are the NFC, but they're they're, they're the odds-on favorite to go to the Super Bowl. It, he was that's mis- a lot of pressure. He was Mister Mississippi State, right? Yeah. With the, I don't even know who my offensive lineman is. Give me two receivers. Can't even name. Them. They're probably not in the NFL. But I'm a, I've, I've always been the man. Oh, so now you give me an offensive line, and you're gonna give me a running back, and you're gonna give me a Pro Bowl receiver. I got a Hall of Fame tight end, and I got a slot guy in Beasley. Man, he can work any linebacker. And I've been the great. Man. That's the glass half. It's it's, it's 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 set up. It's set up for him. Like he's supposed to be in this situation because he's always been that guy who's never had help. So now he has help. It's a whole different. Here's my story. scenario. Here's my my hypothetical scenario for you. They so, so the. Okay. Let me just give nope. you some. Okay. I'm going to go to this one. I'm Wait, go no, no, one. no, no. Let no, me give this you one. I'm going to go to this one right no, here. No, I'm going so here. So, Tom Brady, Sposter, six-round draft pick. He's Sposter. No, no, no. But, wait, but he's like, already won. Gotta, he has a couple of rings. I know he's dealt at the time. Right, 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 right. No, but, but that's not saying that. I'm saying How did he get that first ring? When did when he got that first ring, was he supposed to do anything then? No, he had he had no pressure So, I don't know what the narrative is. My point exactly. Dak in the same situation. No, no, no. No, no, no. Yeah, yeah, yeah. No, yeah, no, yeah. no. Number yeah, one yeah, seed, yeah, Dallas yeah, Cowboys. Here, yeah, let me, th- yeah, yeah, let me yeah. throw this scenario at you. Ready? The Packers get the ball. They kick a field goal to start the game. It's 3 nothing. Dak throws an interception right on the Wait, first Wait, why drive. is he throwing an interception? I'm just saying, let's so, say this happens. I'm okay. giving you a hypothetical. Oh, okay, got it. Dak throws an <laughs> early pick. Right. Rodgers turns that into seven. Now it's 10 nothing. all of a sudden road team. The, the, oh, this is a great point. You the, know what's the difference? They actually have an outside the numbers passing game now, which they didn't the electric, have. The electric, but but I come on, man. You've played in some of these going? games. You've played <laughs> in these going? games. I'm trying to find out where we're going. All right, let's let's uh, let's complete this circle. Okay. The well, actually, you weren't on the Steelers at that point. Okay. But uh, but <laughs> they when teams take your time, take your time. When a team is supposed up. to do it, <laughs> and all of a sudden things oh oh whoa 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 this isn't going the way we expected. The energy in the building, and I can tell you sitting in the stands for it, it you feel it, and it definitely reaches the sidelines because I've talked to players about that. You feel Since it like, Tony oh. Tony Romo got hurt, 
Oh, Dallas no. Cowboys supposed to wasn't even supposed to be in this situation. I know that was a great that was a great feel good. So story, what are we talking it, about? So every week we got to have a checkbook or a checklist for Dak. Every week, every he didn't check everything you want him to check off. Far as like being a rookie, handling his business in the big time Jerry's world, he didn't checked off all that. So all now right. it's supposed to. Every every week, all prelude, all prelude to the the media. No, no, yes, you are. I can't believe this. You out of all people are falling into this trap. I am not falling into. I'm telling you what reality is, Ike. There's a that all that's all prelude to to the games that matter. Week week nine is is meaningless. It feels big at the time. I'm saying it. It feels big at the time. This is a whole different thing. You know the pressures. No, I don't. I don't know what you're talking about. See that piece of paper. Which one? The one that you wrote the the list on. My the threes. one that we went from the threes up. Oh yeah, Freeland. Yeah, round. Uh, uh, figure this out for us. Dak is at six. So I got. I, I agree with seven and eight. I'm good with okay. Alex Smith being seven and Bo, as you call him, being eight. So I'm good. I'm good with this. Here's where. I I'm gonna say, ugh, I'm a little leery of the Seattle offensive line. They're the number thirty-two paid team so the expectations are low and yes they've exceeded and yes I don't want to ever talk about George Fant never playing a snap if I hear that again I will lose my mind like on on the broadcast I will, I will lose my mind but Tony Gonzalez played college basketball <laughs> did you know Tyreek Hill's fast really fast he's Ryan really, Fitzpatrick really fast. went to Harvard oh okay uh the Brady six for round the, draft pick that Prescott fifth round draft pick is an opera singer Fourth got it yeah so Fourth okay round. so you don't embarrass me like that. I, 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 you I didn't try to correct you. I try right, to correct you. Sure. All right, all right. <laughs> I, I'm just gonna make. I, I, I'm gonna do this. I'm gonna switch five and six. And so I'm, Dak Wilson. over Russell Wilson. Whoa. I'm sorry. Uh-oh. And you're going Rod- here. I'm Rogers going Rodgers over. Rodgers is the best. That's, that's, that's but enough. I, but other than that, Tom Brady like that. No, I'm oh, I'm not the best player I've ever seen. So mine, mine goes at the quarterback position. Best quarterback I've ever watched. Okay, so from the from eight up. Osweiler, Alex Smith, Russell Wilson, Dak Prescott, Matt Ryan, uh, Big Ben, Aaron Rodgers, Brady. Seven's a winner too. Don't I'm not. We're, we're, and you know what? Russell Wilson to me is four there. Matt Ryan. Well, let, let's see him do it in the. Okay, yeah, let let's see him do it. Because right, so I can make a case for Matt Ryan. You know, see him do you know, it. supposed to do I, it. Yeah. You know, supposed to do it. Matt Ryan's supposed to do it. A long time dome. ago. Yep. I haven't done nothing. Supposed to do it this weekend. Let's see if he can yeah. do it against uh, against Michael Bennett and Cliff Averill and those. Because them boys playing good defense right now. Yes, they are. Yes, they are. They're not they're really stopping. I don't know. I don't think. Listen, anything you saw against the Lions. Oh, don't don't oh, even look at be it. down Stop on you. your lines. Yes. Hey, that's how you feel about Pittsburgh. I don't feel that way. I feel <laughs> no, I, I actually watched the game and I saw that that the Lions couldn't get anything going. It, it was they didn't score a touchdown. At least Jim Caldwell punted with seven minutes left in the season, <laughs> down uh, two touchdowns. That was a great move by them. Oh yeah, that'll work out. That'll definitely. <laughs> yeah. We'll go. We'll get the ball back with three minutes left, and then we'll uh, we'll definitely put two touchdowns on the board. We'll catch we'll catch up that way. All right, great stuff. <laughs> Cynthia Freeland, Ike Taylor. Let's get to it. Kevin Harlan. Shotgun snap to Rodgers. Back pedits. Now winds up. Moves up. Arching spiral pass. It'll end up in the end zone. It's a jump ball and it's caught. It's caught. Back to the end zone. It's caught. Randall Cobb an over the shoulder catch. On a jump ball. Under the crossbar. The Packers have scored. 42 yard Hail Mary touchdown pass. As time expires in the first half. Rodgers to Randall Cobb. 
I mean, I, I can't help. I have to say it again. Why don't the Packers just call the Hail Mary touchdown play every time they touch the football? Seems like a gangbusters idea that uh, that has no failure built into it. All right, you recognize the voice on that one. Really one of the iconic voices in the play-by-play business. He really makes uh, football, basketball, and everything else lots more fun. Here he is, everybody. If you're watching on NFL.com slash DDFP, you can see his face. There he is. It's Kevin Harlan. How are you, sir? I'm doing great, Dave. Great to be on with you. Thank you so much. Well, we appreciate the time, and I mean it. I would just uh, I would skip right over it, but you really do. You're one of those guys who I feel like when you hear, when you flip on the radio or the TV and it's Kevin Harlan on the game, it's uh, you, you get excited. Like, yeah, I don't know that there, which, is, which isn't to denigrate anyone else, but there aren't that many guys that sort of fit that bill in uh, a, a, at this point. Icons, and I put you into that category. Well, aren't you? You're very kind. I appreciate that very much. Uh, I love the game. You know, I grew up in the game. My family uh, was my dad was with the Packers for 37 years, so I was a ball boy and around NFL football from the time I was about 11 years old, uh, working uh, summers for the Packers, game day for the Packers, and um, uh, I, I love the league and I love the excitement, especially this time of year when you've got when you've got these playoff games with so much meaning, so much individual, uh, terrific performance every game. Uh, to me, it's just exhilarating, and so I. When people hear excitement, I hope they realize it is it is very sincere because I, I do I cherish the game. It's a part of the fabric of our family. I've grown up with it, like I said, and, and I enjoy this time of year as much as as much as anybody. I'm I'm a fan at heart first and then probably a broadcaster second. Well, I that's interesting you touch on that because it you know, it seems to me in the twentieth century it was taboo to acknowledge that you were a human being and maybe grew up rooting for a football team. Shame the devil that anyone would ever mention that you have some football allegiance in your background. I feel like people are loosening it up on that a little bit. Like you say, your dad worked with the Packers, but your first gig in the NFL was calling Chiefs games. Do you have a favorite team at this point? Well, because I grew up with Green Bay, probably the Packers, certainly I, I, I just uh, I think the story is so unique. And while you're young, you don't think about that. But the, the older I've gotten, the more I've seen. This is my 32nd consecutive year of broadcasting the NFL. Uh, you begin to appreciate just how unique the story is. With all the original teams in the NFL going back to 1919-1920, only one is still in the city of their origin, and that's Green Bay. And the fact that this small town has been able to support a team albeit with help over the years from unlikely sources like George Hallis, who owned the Chicago Bears before that and began the Decatur Staley's. You know, you, you, you begin to appreciate the colorful history of the league, and it's as colorful and as vibrant now uh, as, as we, we seem to think baseball is uh, with, with their history. You know, we always think about Babe Ruth and the Yankees. There's just as much color and pageantry and, and depth to the history of the NFL, and Green Bay is one of those sites, so... As I've grown older and appreciated the league more and the things that make it work, uh, the Green Bay franchise certainly has been a favorite. But I broadcast the Chiefs for nine years on radio and work with Hall of Fame quarterback Len Dawson, so I've got a great affinity for the Chiefs. But I do see greatness in every organization, uh, the people that make it go. I respect the Patriots. I respect the Steelers. I, I love what other teams have done over the years. But we've all got a favorite, and I'd be lying if I didn't say my favorite 
is in Green Bay because that's my childhood. That's what I that's right. I began with. Of course, at least in this space. This is a safe space, Kevin Harlan. You're Good. Love, you're, you're allowed to be a human being here. Yeah, we, we, we support that. And, in fact, we celebrate yeah, that. You. Now, it's, so it's ironic then you're a Packers guy, you know, the face really of the NFL, that then you wind up with the face of the AFL, their uh, foe in the first Super Bowl, the Kansas City Chiefs. As a matter of fact, you were there in 1993, the one and only time the Chiefs played the Pittsburgh Steelers in the playoffs in Arrowhead Stadium. Joe Montana, number 19 for those Chiefs, under center there. Let's take a quick listen back to Kevin Harlan. Running to the near side. He's hit again. There's a fumble, and it's picked up. It's Derek Thomas. Marcus over the middle. First down, 120. 6-8, 15-10. Five, touchdown! Here comes the rush, and the putt is blocked. It's picked up by Kansas City. A fumble on the play. It's loose. There's a pile. Sally Moore picks it up with a 10. He runs hey, to the Heard just a little bit of Lenny Dawson in there. I grew up watching inside the NFL with Len, with Len Dawson and Nick Bonacani. Yeah, that 93 game, we heard just a little bit of uh, of sound from that. It was the block punt there. I'm starting to think, Kevin Harlan, I don't mind telling you, I wear it on my sleeve. I'm a Pittsburgh Steelers guy. So you called that playoff loss for the Steelers. You also called the playoff loss or the Super Bowl loss against those Packers in Super Bowl 45. I don't know what to make of this. You're calling the game this weekend in KC. Well, I love the Steelers, and they're they're one of my favorite teams. It just so happens they've been so good at so many stages of, of Dave, your life and my life and following the league that, that they're always in big games. They always seem to be there at the very end, which is a credit to the organization and what they've done. Um when, when I got the Chiefs job, I was 24, and Len Dawson, well, a Hall of Fame quarterback at the time, was with me, and he, he if I'm not mistaken, Dave, I think he was drafted by Pittsburgh. That's correct. If I'm not mistaken. They also had Johnny Unitas in at one point, too. Yes, they did. They've had some good ones, and they've got a pretty good one right now in Ben Roethlisberger. I don't know if there's a stronger, more explosive team on either end of, of, of the game right now than the Steelers. The, the three guys they've got, Bell, Roethlisberger, and Antonio Brown, as a trio, are as explosive as any we're going to see in the league. And I'm including Rodgers and whatever he has to work with with the Packers. And the defensive side, and we've seen this over the last six or seven weeks since they've been on this winning streak, right now there is not a more intimidating defense in pro football than the Pittsburgh Steelers. In fact, I think they are channeling as much of the great Pittsburgh defenses we've seen in the past uh, into what they are right now. And this is a developing, construct-as-you-go type team. They start three rookies. Mm-hmm. Uh, they've got certainly the James Harrisons, which give texture to that defense. But this Pittsburgh team right now, over, I think, any other team, and I'm putting New England and Green Bay and Dallas in that category, is the most fascinating because of where they were and where they are now, and how almost in midstream, Dave, they have become like like a completely different personality. You know, big and boisterous on offense, hard-hitting, intimidating on defense. They are right now the single scariest team, I think, of any team in the playoffs, AFC or NFC. Uh, you know, I, I certainly um, uh, uh, can see where, where, where you're coming from on that. 
The Chiefs with Justin Houston, though, they become a very different defense. So many great storylines, really. We were talking about it. You know, maybe this makes me sound like um, in the uh, bourgeoisie, but I like the divisional round. We don't have a whole lot of Cinderella stories. We have the juggernauts from the 2016 regular season all matching up now. Aaron Rodgers is going to Big D. So, I mean, you have the Seattle Seahawks, you know, uh, you know, going to the high-flying Falcons. This is this is as good. The divisional round to me. You, you do basketball. You do all manner of sports. Is the divisional round the best weekend in sport? I, I would agree. Now, we just had a pretty good one because when you get the playoffs going, there's always this – all right, is there a Cinderella? Is there a team that's going to pop out of no place and become that Green Bay Packers of 2010? Uh, you know, the Giants, when they were a wild card, making it through, winning on the road, including Lambeau, and then facing Brady and winning in the Super Bowl. You know, right now we're, we're kind of down to uh, the, the teams that, that certainly have the most glisten to them. They've got, mm-hmm. they've got the most to really back up what their record says they are. Uh, Russell Wilson, a Super Bowl winning quarterback, Matt Ryan, maybe the MVP, uh, and then go to the other matchups. You, you've got them all over the place. But this weekend kind of is the best of the best. These are the the intriguing stories, the, the kind of stories people can hang their NFL hats on, and you know you're going to get a performance worth talking about. It's not going to be blasé. It's not going to be just run of the mill. There are going to be fireworks, and that's what this weekend possesses. Two on Saturday, two on Sunday. Uh, it, it is the best of the best with a wide spectrum to gather from. It's not that that dangler over there that just kind of got in. These are the teams that earn the right to make this second weekend. And, and I would agree with you, Dave. You know, I know you're a football fan that, that goes back with history. And history tells you that this is the weekend. If you're going to watch any at all, this is the one to watch and really immerse yourself in. It's so true. But now I'm going back to this whole you called the Steelers Super Bowl loss and that playoff game. Maybe what if you just call, what if it's like oh I missed my flight. You know like what 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 about that Kevin? Oh you know what I got the sniffles. I, you don't want me calling the game at less than a hundred percent. And then maybe you just don't make it to Arrowhead. What I about that? No, I want you to know something. And you're you're this you're a, you're a pro. I really do not care who wins. I really don't. What I live for, you know, for instance, the other night, if Eli Manning had thrown a Hail Mary pass to Odell Beckham Jr., uh, if Ben Roethlisberger, uh, you know, throw, throws a seam route and he's got Antonio Brown in mid-stride, if Le'Veon Bell has this, this dance and this move and this cut and cut and cut and bang, there he goes, you know what? I, don't, I just want a great game. I, would, I want great plays. That, that to me is what it's about. Do I like the Chiefs? Sure, I like the Chiefs. Do I live in Kansas? We raised our family there. Yeah, but but I, I want a great game. Are, are the Steelers and the Cowboys as, as intriguing to me as, the, as my team, the Packers, my team, the Chiefs? Absolutely. I'm such a fan. Uh, and, I, and I think you always begin with a team. That, that's what makes a fan. But then you love the league. You love... You love the Roethlisberger's. You love the Ezekiel Elliott story in in Dallas. You you love what what uh, you know the the the, sta- the stability, the stable feel that a guy like Alex Smith gives the Chiefs. The electrifying moves of Tyreek Hill. I mean, these are all things that you embrace as a fan. So who wins? I do not care. I just want good games because good games I think bring out the best in people that cover them, people that broadcast them. 
and, and that's what I want. I, I want what's good for the league, and what's good for the league are good games, and so I really do not care who wins. I really don't. I do believe you when you say that. Um, what about How about this? Could you do this for – I'm sure every hack in the world asks you to do this. Could you do me a favor? You did this for me. You visited my show about 10 years ago, and uh, you were nice enough to do something like this back then. I'm going to ask you to do it again. Could you call the game-winning touchdown uh, from Damashek to Damashek? Dave Damashek is under center. He looks over a nickel secondary right now. It's third and goal at the seven. Damashek drops back to throw, breaks a tackle, cuts to his right. Now cocks his arm and fires a line drive into the caught. Damashek with a belt high grab underneath the crossbar, heavily covered, and they've got the lead. I knew it. I knew I was clutch. I always knew it. You didn't believe me behind the glass. But Kevin Harlan just made it so. What a thrill. <laughs> I'm sorry. I, I, I don't consider you a uh, – I didn't bring you on here just to do a little performance. No, I'm, I'm a monkey, right? You can, you can flip a coin and I'll sing and dance and do all this other well, stuff. Well, you're a fun guy. When you, see, when you start doing – once you open that can of worms of calling guy, streakers running around down on the field, people, people then know you're a fun guy and want you to do some fun for that. Now, answer me this. Joe Buck was here a couple of weeks ago. He told an off-color story about one time during Brett, while Brett Favre threw a touchdown pass, he had to go to the bathroom. Let me, let me, let, actually, let's play that back real quick here. I couldn't get to the bathroom, and I kept going, I've got to go. And somebody handed me, like, one of those little water bottles. Yeah. And I'm like, are you kidding me? And I just slapped that away, and it was a trash can like that with a bag in it. <laughs> and I, and I, so now the break happens, and stage fright hits, and I can't go. <laughs> Kevin Harlan, have you ever had uh, something like that happen to you in the broadcast booth? I have run out during a commercial break. I'll ask, you know, how much. Uh, here's here's an interesting story. When I was Joe and I were at Fox together, they when Fox got the rights from CBS, uh, they hired four young broadcasters. They hired Joe Buck and Tom Brenneman and Kenny Albert and me. We were their four, hmm. and, our, and our and our two leaders were Summerall and Stockton you know, two Hall of Fame voices, then these young kids. And I have since moved to CBS, certainly, but no Joe and uh, appreciate his sense of humor. And my dad actually, here's an my dad was actually with the baseball Cardinals when Joe's dad, Jack, was broadcasting the Cardinals. And when he was the media relations director for the baseball Cardinals in the late 60s, I was five, six, seven years old. My dad would bring me to the game on Sundays after church, and I used to sit up in the back of the KMOX broadcast booth with Jack Buck and Harry Carey broadcasting the games. And it shows you how the how life kind of comes around in a circle. Then Joe and I are working together in our in our late 20s with uh, with Fox many years ago. But uh, I was doing a game for Fox, and I we were going to overtime, and I had to go to the bathroom, and I thought we were off the air, and I asked my Producer, hey, can I go to the bathroom real quick before we come back? And it was it was on the air. It made air. Uh, so we all do it. You know what they do now, though, Dave, is they've got, which is great, they've got bathrooms, actually, in a lot of the brand-new stadiums in the back of our broadcast booths. So we can literally go, like, 15 feet, shut the door, go, and get back within that minute-and-a-half break uh, to do it. And that's what, that's what I've done. But I can appreciate what Joe did 
or having tried to do in this case. <laughs> and um, uh, I, I, we've all got, because we're drinking water during the whole game. We're all trying to keep our voices lubricated. The, you know, you just, you just got to. That's just kind of part of broadcasting 101. So I get it. We, we drink a lot of water. You don't know it. Back to where we started. You're a human yep. being. I like that yeah, the 21st century is now accommodating that. That's nice. Yeah, to... isn't that nice? Yeah, it's great. <laughs> I do like that. All right, I could go on and on with you for another few hours here, uh, Kevin Harlan. Uh, maybe we could do it again in the uh, in the off season, but there really is no off season for you. From the Kansas City Kings to the Kansas City Chiefs and uh, the Packers and uh, all the stuff, we uh, we love your work and uh, we really appreciate the time today. You're very kind. Appreciate your kind words. Thank you so much. Great to be out with you, Dave. Good to, good to talk to you again. Take a picture of yourself. Take a picture of yourself, too, at Arrowhead. You should. St- do you ever stop off at the tailgate on the way into a place like that? It must smell delicious. It is. You, here's the killer is when you're doing the game in the first quarter and some of the charcoals and the barbecues are still kind of in their last moments of, of cooking or burning or whatever they're doing, that that wafes, the, the smell kind of kind of comes into the stadium and you can smell it now you haven't had a chance to enjoy it because you've been in the box working but you can smell it and i think just that my family usually was out there when i was doing the chiefs they were out there barbecuing and tailgating all the time with other families and friends and i'd always get these stories after the games oh dad you should have been there we we cooked this chicken or we had this <laughs> sausage or we had this brisket or whatever like that and, you know i'm we don't get any of that but i think the thought of people enjoying that enjoying the league Enjoying NFL football, that that brings a smile to my face. That's that's the way I think we all want it. People making it an event because, and we know certainly, Dave, in these playoffs, it is event. It is much see, much attend. Uh, it, it's it's a blast. Uh, I'm fun. sure your boy had uh, had you on full blast on the radio, so you were at that tailgate one way or the other, and I'm sure he was busting with pride that uh, his old man was calling the game there. So uh, have a great time. And, uh, and you know, as a fan of football and a fan of uh, great play-by-play guys, really, the, the little details. I love hearing you on, the, on those calls when you, you give the details on the uniforms and everything else. People are hearing all the little stuff you're saying out there, and, uh, and we appreciate it. Why don't you nice to mention that? Thank you so much. I appreciate it. Wonderful to spend time with you today. Thank you so much. Have a great time in Arrowhead. Let's make sure the road team wins that one, right? We, 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 we can agree. I, I think if we learned anything, he wants the Steelers to win this game. I think that's what the – no? All right. Anyway, the great Kevin Harlan, everybody, a great uh, way to wrap up the Dave Damashek football program today. We'll be back to tell you who's going to win those divisional round games later in the week. In the meantime, thanks so much, football fans. It's been a thin slice of heaven. You go into your shower feeling tired, but as soon as you reach for the Irish Spring – your day immediately gets better. That crisp, fresh, unmistakable Irish Spring scent zings your brain and awakens your senses. So when you finally emerge from the shower 37 minutes later because you pay the water bill so you can stay in there as long as you want, you're ready to take on the day. And smell great doing it. Irish Spring Body Wash and Bar Soap. Fresh, green, Irish. Shop now at a store near you. Whether you're a savvy spender maximizing your savings with cashback rewards, a thrifty rate watcher seeking the lowest interest, or a travel enthusiast looking for extraordinary perks, Kemba Financial Credit Union has a visa to complement your lifestyle and unique needs. Apply today at Kemba.org to unlock a limited time 2% cashback on purchases and pay 0% interest on balance transfers for an entire year with a new visa from Kemba. You deserve a card that works for you. Restrictions apply. Offer ends June 30th, 2024.
What do the most successful growing businesses have in common? They're working together in Slack. Slack is where work happens with all your people, data, and information in one AI-powered place. Grow your business in Slack. Visit slack.com to get started.